Are we here? So nice. Hey, we're rolling. Hey, Rich. We just got hey, a whole, we've got a studio audience here now. Robbie's just running her mouth like she normally does, interrupting the show. So everything is perfect today. Rich, what are we going to talk about? Today we're going to talk about the most litigated part of all homes. Really? Water intrusion. Water intrusion. Waterproofing. You mean Water like this? Intrusion, waterproofing, particularly foundations, will work from the bottom up. So you, you don't want to have this. Is that what you're saying? No. Okay. No, this bad. This is bad. This bad. So we'll, have, so we'll show you how to fix that right after this. Go ahead and roll I, that open. There you go. Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. And for people who want common sense guidance on how to build green and live a more sustainable lifestyle. Send an email or call into the show. The Mighty House crew is on the job. This is Mighty House. <laughs> Hello, Ron. Hey, Rich. <laughs> Come on. So, so go ahead. So while Robbie's getting mic'd up, we're yes. going to talk about waterproofing. Now, the photo that we have up right now looks more like a, a sump pump that died. Yes. Well, and, and it filled up the basement. And, you know, yes. a lot of times you get a lot of rain. And if your basement's not set up, your foundation's not set up correctly, you end up with this swimming pool. So yes. you don't want that. And, and luckily, it looks like these people didn't have much in their basement, so it doesn't really matter. But if you've got a finished right. basement, you could put fifty, dollars $100,000 into finishing your basement, and now it's all going to be ruined. So, you know, right. how, do, how do we prevent this? And let's start from the very beginning of new construction. How would you do well, this in new construction? So we want to start with yes. the full foundation. So your foundation is obviously what holds your house up. But the first method for preventing water intrusion is just your basic bitumen layer, right? Your waterproof spray-on waterproofing. Yes, correct. So that's just an asphalt bait. Now, the funny thing is they actually don't call it waterproofing. They call it damp-proofing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on in, Robbie. Come on. There Back you go. Up. Get in there. <laughs> Let me get this out of the way. Here. Go ahead. Stand right there. There you go. We did all that last I know. So if you're That's... a long-time listener to the radio show, you've realized nothing's changed. <laughs> nothing. Nothing has changed. <laughs> Nor will it. clock in Robbie's world is 806. <laughs> no. no. Um, can you put that picture up of the uh, new membrane of just the basic waterproofing? And we'll have to yes, have Robbie and duck. Ask Doc, yeah, and Robbie, have you get duck. There you go. There we go. So there Perfect. you have your, your standard foundation. It's going to be a, a lot of a that layer today. Of yes. Spray-on asphalt damp proof. Right. So when they call it damp proofing, you can actually step up a little bit and you can get it with fiberglass in it. Right. And well, all that's going to do is keep it together better when they backfill, but it's damp proofing. It is not waterproof. Correct. Correct. So you will get, it will slow moisture rolling through your concrete, but it's not going to stop active water. Exactly. See, Robbie's getting the hang of this now. Yes. <laughs> Robbie, what are you doing under the desk there? <laughs> She's getting her okay. earpiece in. Can I say something? I don't know. You can't because your mic's not on. Now you can. We usually do that before the show starts, but Rich, that's just Not us. with Robbie. Can Come I on. say something, Rich? Go ahead. Do Could wanna... I stop you if I wanted to? 
Do I have to stay down here? No, you can stand up. Now. Okay. Move, move over this way. You go backwards from whatever it looks like on the screen. There you 7 go. 7:50 a.m. Yeah. Ron, when do you leave for Florida? Yeah. Saturday. Why? This Saturday? Yes. Why? And then I walk in. He goes. I thought you were in Florida. Well, you because after that, I get a picture from you saying, "Look at the stairs of where I'm staying down. in Florida." Yes, they sent it to me, and they said bad news. <laughs> oh, they sent the picture to you. Yeah, and said bad oh, news. Yeah, it's, bad news. Stop by a ladder on your way in. Yeah. That's what I said. I mean, look at that. That's crazy. Oh no, that's not good. Send that to Sonar so he can put that up on the Fuzzy Robbie needs to. So post they that said picture. that there's no metal brace or anything it's just nails and wood into the but it's not because the nails are pulled out of the wood yeah so, it so i don't know where i'm going to stay okay we have no place oh rich is in florida oh I wait he's going out of town soon aren't you aren't you going to vegas i'm going tomorrow back to chicago oh yeah that's right you're coming into town too but so she'll have a place to stay next week when you're in vegas sonar you can send this to yourself if you want no the missus will be here yeah oh okay she's staying there okay the boss is here. Yeah, I don't know how they'll get Come anyway. on, studio audience. <laughs> All right, there Thank we you. go. Okay, so we let's get back to our waterproofing stuff. So um, let's go. You, know, you got to come towards me now, don't you? Let's move this out of the road. There we go. Now you just we're just going to have to stand on this side over here. Oh, you can. <laughs> okay, that works too. <laughs> So, right, so glad I came. So right here, this is just a basic foundation. It's sprayed with just a regular uh, waterproofing. Uh, it's not a membrane. There, I, that's the same spray job, right, Sonar? Yeah, damp that's also, proofing. That's just damp proofing. It's sprayed on there. So that's how you would do, do new construction. This is the basic setup. This is the minimum of how you would want to get through there, just those two. Again, that meets code, which it's legally the worst house you're allowed to build. Correct. So now that house, I can assure you that once there's some movement in the, in the soils or foundation, you're going to develop cracks and you will have active water leaks. Correct. So the idea is, is to where to send that water. Right. So you can make that waterproof or we can anticipate the probability of a crack and leak and actually release the hydrostatic pressure. Huh? The hydrostatic? Yeah. What? Oh, you mean the water pressure that's all the groundwater. The force of water. That's pushing on it. Right. So if we did the membrane, next picture. Oh. Come on. Let's go, baby. Rock so and roll. These membranes. Yes. Here. These membranes oh, right here. that's the here. workshop. That's, that's, that's workshop. not a good membrane right there. So. That's the membrane. There. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so you can see what they've done here now. They've got... This is a uh, dimpled membrane. It's actually got dimples on that sheet. They've got that. Can you zoom in? I think he can probably. From do here, that. it looks like waves. It doesn't look like dimples. Can you enhance? See, we're testing. This is new. It's, oh, he's going to just blow it up behind us. There you go. So that ha that's like a yeah. dimpled sheet of plastic, um, heavy gauge right. plastic, and it's actually got a termination bar, right at the top there. Termination bar to yes. seal it to the to the foundation. And then they've got the little bit of tar left over. That's all above grade. And then this goes all the way, one sheet, all the way down to the footing. Right. Just like this one. Now, this is a different product, but it's the same principle. It does the same thing. Now, what's great about those, the dimpled one, the prior one, is because those dimples keep it from being tight against the concrete wall, 
Right. If any water gets behind that fabric or that plastic, it has a drainage plane. It allows the water to run down so you cannot build hydrostatic pressure against the foundation and force it into the house. Right. That will allow it to drain directly right down to the stone and the drain tile. Correct. And then it goes out so through the that drain That is tile. the most effective way to deal with your foundation, right. whether it's block or concrete. Yep. Or brick, or uh, if you've got yep. old field stone, any type of foundation you have, if you're digging it up on the outside, that's the way to take care of it right there. Um, and, that is. And so this one, yeah, that's the same thing. Okay, so there's some more. And you can see how that one... similar products, and right. you can see like that one's going to have an ended foundation with... Right, it's going to go maybe, up over Rich's shoulder there. And, yeah. And uh, so that's... Over by here. Over, no, over there. Over there. See, and it's coming down here. So, and then it's lower here. So that means that when they backfill this, that's, that grade is actually going to go up. And that's going to have dirt all the way around it. Correct. Right? Oh, see, now there's a great shot. Good job there. See that one? There's the dimpled plastic. Thank you. Plastic. Now I... It didn't look like that before. Okay. Yeah. So there's the dimpled. <laughs> there's the dimpled okay. membrane, and it's going up against the foundation. Now this, they haven't gotten to the termination bar, but there's a bar that will go across here to seal that up and hold it. And then there's even a better picture of it, even closer. So you can yeah. see what that product looks like. And again, that goes from the very top, right where Robbie's pointing. My hand looks really big. And then it goes all the way down. To behind where Robbie's. I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Some very important people are watching. Yeah, and, and they, they want to know why. Wonder why Robbie is even there. I don't know. Stand up. I'm not sure I'm allowed to. Stand up. What do you mean? You can stand up. Why can't you stand up? Because look, I'm taller than Rich. Uh huh. Well, that's because you got to move over right. towards me some more. See, there you go. No, I'm taller than you. Yeah. See, that's how that works. We got a minute left for the first spit break. I should out my gum. So what, are, what else are they saying on the Facebook then? They're saying we could do the weather as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are really good at this. You want us doing the weather. Is that, okay. It's yeah. weird because you have to go the exact opposite. So if I want to talk to Rich, right. I have to go this way. Correct. Even though he's over here. It's very weird. Right. Yes. It is very strange. So that's how but it works. It works. It works. All right. So, do we have a question from the audience over there? Not yet. They're just they're just uh, talking amongst themselves. So, oh, there's the music. We're going to take a quick goodness. break, and we're going to talk a little bit more about yes, Robbie, a uh, break. So we're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit more foundation stuff when we get back, and tell you how to deal with this if you've already got water leaking out. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if y'all realize the pressure a man like me's got on. This is Mighty House. You are so funny. <laughs> hey, you know what? You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now, because that's how we're broadcasting. You want to move over? Quit standing on Rich's feet. Last time I was all the way over here. I know, but never mind. We'll talk more afterwards. So uh, you can watch us right now live, and we'll be on every Wednesday um, at 7 o'clock to do whatever it is that we're doing here. I'm not quite sure. Yes. Uh, podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. You can find links to all of them, MightyHouse.net. And um, what are you doing? Supporting our sponsor. Oh, Mr. Floor. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right, cool. So we were 
we were discussing foundation. Where, where are you going, Rich? <laughs> You're trying to. <laughs> Make it so I spill it. I could do yeah. that. If you push, I will spill it on myself. Yeah. Well, let's get my tablet out of the way that first be before funny. you do that. Okay. So right. we just showed uh, in that first segment, we were showing the basic, this is how we would want to do foundation work today. A lot of it isn't done that way, especially if it's a uh, production build. They're not doing it like what's behind right. Robbie's shoulder there. But um, no, the other one, that one. So. How are you guys, and what's different now in Florida that you guys are doing down south that maybe we wouldn't be doing up here in the Chicagoland area? We're not digging a hole. <laughs> okay, so we need to be down so, a minimum of 42 inches for frost, and, and, and right. you're doing and what? In Evanston, you have a minimum 48 to the bottom of your footer. Correct. Okay, so my typical house has a 12-inch thick footing. Okay. It must be covered by four inches of sand. <laughs> so my excavation is 16 inches. Oh, come on. That, yeah, you, that's the difference. So what you do is you just take your truck out there, put it in gear, and then stomp on the gas, and it makes a big enough trench to just pour your concrete. Pretty much. They don't even do forms. They Oops. just do earth, earth forming. You dig the trench about two feet wide, yeah. 16 inches deep, Fill it with 12 inches of concrete. Really? Everything's done. <coughs> so, and you're, you're doing, oh, yeah. obviously, obviously, that's slab on grade. No. No? No, we'll put rebar in there, you know, horizontally, but then every four feet, you've got them sticking straight up, three or four feet. And then we lay the block, which is, we call stem wall. But right. Would, the equivalent to your foundation wall. And we'll lay that three, four feet tall. And then we fill that with sand, and then you do slab on that. Sla uh, so your slab's on top of that. And then, okay, right, so... it might be three or four feet above grade, but it's still poured on sand, backfill. Right, and what we've been showing you is all that waterproofing is on the outside of that foundation. And, Correct. And, and then also when we would pour the floor, there would be a plastic over the, foot, over the footing, and then that goes out over... The, the whole floor area when you put, pour your floor so that, that that vapor barrier is all to the outside. Correct. Where are you guys putting it? Because you put your footings in and you build your stem wall. Now, where does all that waterproofing go for you guys? So our, our, we actually waterproof the inside of the foundation wall with a Tremco 250, which is a, an elastomeric spray coating or roll-on coating. Right. Our drain or a uh, vapor barrier then goes on top of all that sand and then we pour the slab on top okay but you're putting so the reason we're putting the 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 waterproofing on the inside is because if there's any trapped water within the stem wall we don't want that leaching outward and causing efflorescence in the stucco finish yeah see and that you guys are pretty much building inverted of what we would do in the in the northern climates because exactly. of because of the situation you're in the way you guys are building. Yeah, I mean, if you want to put a basement in a house here, you have to buy a lot that's very high above sea level. Right. You know, I mean, if, right now, if you went out in front of my house and dug a hole for a new mailbox post, you'd hit water. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you get used to that. You don't do basements here. You know right. what I mean? Unless your lot's twenty five feet above sea level. 
you don't do basements. Right. So it is, it's, and that's what's hard about finding good guys. I mean, you want to find guys from up north with a great work ethic, but coming down here, it's a completely different animal. Right. And you're, so so, it makes it a lot harder. Yeah. Because you have, even though you might have somebody with building experience, they don't, hey, Robbie, how you doing? Um, There she is. Yeah. You just, um, you just don't, you can't just walk in there and start building right away because you have to learn the new systems and the new ways. It, it is. There's lots of new ways. It's all the inspections, everything. So we have far more inspections than you do. Right. Right. That's exactly it. So what's that rustling I hear? Oh, that's Robbie. That's Mike. <laughs> Hi, Robbie. <laughs> so I was trying to turn, get. Turn your mic on? I didn't turn it off. You didn't? I, I'm having trouble. You got. Oh, maybe uh, Fuzzy's got to turn it back up. Okay. There you go. Um. We are on YouTube. There are people watching us on YouTube, and yep. I want to both of them chat with them. Yeah, double that, Rich. And I want to chat with them, but I can't do it. So that's why I crawled away because I can. They can see if they can help me. Got it. Why can't you chat with them? I don't know. The experts behind the curtain. Oh yeah. Are figuring it out. Okay, good. Fuzzy Robbie. Fuzzy Robbie's got it worked out. He's working on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. Good. Okay, so uh, waterproofing, new construction, uh, we've kind of covered that. The, the, on the outside, you would be putting that uh, membrane up, and then we would run drain tile, which is the PVC um, tubing, all the way around the perimeter. That goes through the foundation and then ties into a sump pump that sits inside the, the basement. Um, right. Hey, Fuzzy, do you have that uh, complete... Oh, there you go, Robbie. That was that was that was that one picture where the sump pump was full of water and okay. trances in the basement. There you go. So there you go. Okay. See? Now. So I'm not sure where Fuzzy found this picture, but this here, yeah, here, right, is drain tile. Correct. That's on the interior. The city of Chicago requires it on the inside. Yes, and on the outside of the footing, both sides. See where but they have it up here. Not good on. Not good on inside. Right. Now. This, this, which one would be the other location Correct. for it? Would yeah, be you, right there on the outside, not here. Correct. You wouldn't. That's put, no good. You want it That's, down. This, this no bueno. Right. Right here, down here, and here. and and here. So and that and would here. be, and it, and it goes yes. all the way around the interior and exterior of the footing. That's how you would normally do that. Uh, then your membranes on the foundation. That's right there. Um, you get their sump pump on the inside, so that's coming through the foundation, which is the footing. You would have a, a, a T coming in to pick that up and tie that whole system together. So that way, any, any moisture, any water that gets down in there, if, even if it's hydrostatic pressure coming up from the ground on the, underneath that slab, which is right here, um, that water then would drain off to the sides and get into the sump pump, and it gets ejected out. Um, and then that okay, so. Yep. No, keep going. That was that can go out just and 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 dump out in the yard if you've got a large enough yard. Uh, mm -hmm. It can go into the storm sewers. Depends on what the your your village or your municipality will allow you to connect to. Yeah, Chicago made me do cast iron into the storm sewer. Right, which is also the main sewer because it's combined mm -hmm. sewers in Chicago. So right. uh, you just dump Nerd it all alert. in there. I'm sorry. Nerd alert. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're just doing codes. Now, right. something to point out on this here sump pump. Right. 
that some pit, you notice there's holes in the bottom. Right. Yeah, if, if Spuzzy could zoom in on that, you'd be able to but, see that. So the holes are in your sump pit to take groundwater that is under your slab that doesn't make it to your drain tile. Correct. In other words, if you can lower the water table under your house, your drain tile can absorb more water because the ground has, has already been drained. Right. So your standard thump, sump pit is 30 inches deep. Right. And, and all of these tubes that are going around the interior and exterior, those are all perforated. They have, they have holes in mm -hmm. them to, to allow that moisture to, it, to actually it, suck into it, it. And those aren't showing the sock, but the ones we use now all have a sock on them so that they keep the, the dirt Correct. from going into the pipe and filling it in. Yeah, it's, it's sleep. So what I was going to say, though, is that a lot of people want to put a bathroom in their house, and they think they can use their sump pit. And right. the sump pit usually can't be used because, A, it's only 30 inches deep, and a ejector pit needs to be 36, and it needs to be a sealed pit with a vent, which most sump pits don't even come with a cover. Correct. Although they should because that's a good source of radon gas. Yes, yes Robbie. Robbie. Um, from YouTube, if you waterproof your basement but don't have the exterior waterproof, will that still work or is it a waste of money? Um, it's kind of a waste of money. So we have a picture. No, it's yep. you, you, you can, not everybody can afford to dig up the outside of their house and put waterproofing membranes in there. So that's totally understandable. There, like that. So instead of putting something on the inside of your house and saying your house is waterproof, let's just know that water is going to come in. And the trick is to give it a place to go. So Fuzzy Robbie, I don't know how much time we got left because your clock disappeared. But in the next segment, okay, yep. peace. In the next segment, we could actually talk about retrofitting right. and a perimeter drain on the inside of your house so that you can deal with an old foundation and preventing increased moisture in your house. Right. And, and we're going to cover all of that here in the next segment that, uh, that Fuzzy Robbie's giving you a preview of the pictures over uh, Robbie's shoulder there. So, um, Still no, messing with their earrings. <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> so, does that answer their question? Do you know? No. no I wasn't even listening. No, it's Next segment. <laughs> I have things to do. I really should be off to the side in my own little corner. Are you sure? Doing this. But you're not. Because, you know, you like I am a social media influencer. Robbie, Robbie Rules and Robbie World? <laughs> yes. Robbie World. Yes. Um, we have a comment from Game on Chicago that you do hand out the best nicknames ever. Oh, I do? Fuzzy Robbie. Fuzzy Robbie. Oh, yeah, I know. And there is a major YouTube delay, apparently. That's okay. Okay. All right. Yes. It's okay. That's okay. That gives you us. You can always do it on demand when you feel like it. Yeah, and, and also we can just stop and redo it, and nobody will know because there's that big delay in there, right, yeah. Fuzzy? No. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> We well, have a, to be we'll just fair, cut this part out. You will never know. To be fair, it's going through space. Ah, so got it. Traveling thousands and thousands of miles. So. There you go. And we got. We have a thank you from the person who asked the question. Oh, so beautiful. Glad we could help. See, we helped somebody today. That's all right. we're trying to do. We just want to help people and keep them dry in their basement today. Right. That's, and, that's our and, key. And like I said, we got next segment, we'll go into retrofitting a perimeter drain yes. tile system to wow. keep into a, water management. Yes, into an existing house. That's how yes. we do this here. So uh, with that, I think we're gonna we'll take another quick break and uh, yes. say thanks to Let's Mr. Floor. Some more Mr. Floor bottles. Yeah, we need we need some more of these more Mr. Floor cups. We'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return.
come to save the day. Here they come to save the day. This is Mighty House. All right. You know, you can join us on Facebook Live which right now, which is what we're doing. Uh, Wednesday nights mm -hmm. at 7, YouTube Live and Periscope Live. And it's brought to you Central in part time. by Miss. Uh, sorry? I didn't. 7 p.m. Central. Central time. That's right. And, um, you know, it's brought to you by Mr. Floor and Mr. Floor Cleaning Products. Uh, what, here, turn it this away like this. Here, Rich, have a, have a drink. Okay. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, we, we covered all that. MrFloor.com for more information and uh, all his great cleaning products. And if you live in the Chicagoland local area, you need to get your floors done, uh, sanded, refinished, tiled. He can get you squared away. All right. Let's go ahead. Uh, let's start talking. Yes, Robbie. You had some you uh, comments? Some? Yes. Um, Rich, do you remember me, not me, me, saying the sump pump was also my biggest air leakage when doing my blower door test? I suggest using a sealed sump pit. Sump mm -hmm. pit. Okay. Sump pit, yes. Is that anything you want to comment on, or was that more of a... No, it's actually somewhat true, but um, I put a, in the city of Chicago, I put a sealed sump pit in because, yes, if you unless your drain tile is deep enough and has is full of water, you're running... Your furnace is running, your water heater is running, it's going to draw air from the sump pit through the drain tile. So you want to use a sealed sump pit with a lid on it, but City of Chicago made me remove it. <laughs> That's good, because you don't want any radon seeping up into the, into the house either. Yeah, the, I tried to explain that to the inspector, but when you're following the 1967 code... Yeah, you know... Is what it is. That's it. So... Yep. So, yes, Robbie. We took out the nice sealed pit and put in the clay ring and filled a little gravel in the bottom. <laughs> I like the comments, people. Please keep yep. them coming. Um, Fuzzy, and you are addressed as Fuzzy. Fuzzy, um, you lose Facebook audio during commercial overlays. We know because yes. that's on purpose. <laughs> yes. Because yeah, we, some people. He use... pretty much shuts us off, is what he does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, for, that's for the radio. People yeah. are immature. Because even though. This is a podcast. It also goes out on the radio. Correct. On yeah. Saturday mornings. We Correct. just wanted to be as nice and clean as our affiliates uh, would appreciate. Right, and make your job easier. Well, That's yeah. really why he's doing it. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, they don't care. Okay. Another. If they cared, they wouldn't have us on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Another question, and you know, people could be just putting prank questions on here because this sounds like a prank question, and I don't know. But go ahead. Or Let's it looks it. like a prank show. <laughs> if I paint my roof sheathing with red guard, do I need to still shingle it? And that to me sounds like a joke. Ooh, good question. I, you know, if it's a paint pit, it with what red guard, red you guard. know, you know that oh. that waterproofing you put in your in your bathtub, shower liners and stuff. It might yes. work for a while, but it's probably not UV rated, so the sun would beat it up. I was just going to say up. the exact same thing. You'd have to look at the open time because most of the ice and water shield and all that is only got an open time of 90 days or 180 days. Yep. And so then if after you want to repaint it every three to four months, then you could do Redguard. Yeah, there you go. What can Flex Seal do for you? <laughs> yes. Keep your boat afloat. There you go. And? And one more? Um, yes. Looking for a contractor liability insurance company. Do you have any suggestions? I know it's a little off topic, but I don't care. 
Liability? No, I think, well, no, they're just, yeah, they're contractors' liability. I mean, I was with Statewide for 15 years, and then they went bankrupt all of a sudden. I'm trying to remember who I ended up with, or did I end up with Statewide? Pekin. Pekin can do that. Yeah, um, yeah. That, so there's only a few that are do uh, contractor liability now. Yeah, that's true, uh, and I think we're with Pekin uh, on, on ours, so... So you'd have to call Brian, and Brian yes. will hook you up. Yeah, BGS Insurance. Look it up there, Buffalo Grove. Those get you squared away. All right, so sure. um, let's go ahead and let's get into danger, danger. let's get into the uh, one of the other, the existing. If you already have your house and you're having water issues, and so now what are you going to do? So here you can see that's that's sue. the finished one. Let's let's go to sue a, the previous owner. Sue the previous owner. Keep going. Go to the next one. No, that's a go, good one. Go I to the next one. Away. Oh, okay. Those. There you go. That's the one we're looking for. Just stand behind Robbie. So there, so there they actually went and cut about a foot away from the foundation wall all the way around the perimeter yeah. of the house. They broke the floor out. Broke the floor out, and now they put in some fresh gravel, and they're putting in a perimeter drain tile. Right. Okay. So now that takes care of the water pressure under the slab. Right. But your foundation wall has cracks in it. There's no waterproofing outside, so the water's coming in. But you got to give it a place to go. So you need an interior drainage plate. Right. So that's what this plastic liner is. Mm -hmm. It's a zero perm liner. But now, how do you finish when you pour that floor back? Fuzzy Robbie, you have a picture. It looks like a little bit of a four inch baseboard. But what it actually is, okay, so that's the floor patched right. with the liner going in it. But there's another piece that a lot of them will use, and it's basically just a channel that that plastic goes into. But basically, then it gives the water a path to go. Right. So you would still have an increased humidity in your basement on that particular house because you're still going to get some water vapor. Mm -hmm. But it's, I'm going to call that 95% effective. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's a great system because you can't afford to dig up the whole outside of your house. Yeah, you got landscaping. If you've got trees and bushes, your patios, right. all that would have to get ripped out to get Driveway, down sidewalk, you'd have to cut it all out. Right. So the interior perimeter is definitely a way to go. And I know there's a couple, three national companies that that's their bread and butter. Sure. And it's not cheap because it's labor intensive. Right. But it's a great system. And, and, and this will work really well. And, and if you're trying to do it yourself, you don't want to break all this out. You want to put the cove up there, the, uh, the above, above slab cove. There. So now move, step back off to the side there a little bit, Rich, so you can, okay, you can see. Yeah, so here, this just gets uh, epoxied to the existing floor. And you could tuck your plastic in behind this cove. And this gets epoxied. All the seams get epoxied uh, right there. See, we're getting good at this now, aren't we? So you epoxy yes. this, and you put an epoxy seam all the way down that edge, and you seat it in, into the floor. Does it work the same way like a baseboard would to kind of cover that seam? Right. So, um, and that, that base cove then will catch any water that runs down the wall. It goes behind that cove, goes into that, and then that channel goes all the way around the perimeter of your house. Your sump pit. Back to your sump pit. So, and it's basically, it's an interior gutter. Correct. And that's what you're doing. So, and, Yeah. You're dealing with the water, giving it a place to go. There, controlling oh. it because it's a, there's a good cross section. That's perfect. Yes. So <clears throat> now, like right in here, you got that gap in the back, and that is what's going to allow that water to travel around the perimeter of your basement 
and make its way to the sump pit. Right. And now you're not so, breaking this floor out. You're not digging this out. You're not bringing, carrying gravel down, carrying all the concrete, broken concrete out. Um, and then the, the only can, thing I would have a concern with that is like where that base is sitting, you'd want to seal that concrete because that concrete floor can absorb that moisture uh, and it would migrate towards the center of the room. Um, it's still not as good as breaking the floor and adding a drain tile. No. But again, if budget only allows a little bit of money, then that's still a way to go. I'll call that 60% effective. Right. And what you could do if you, if you had like this cinder block was leaking, um, you, could, you could try and paint that with some dry lock. If that wasn't working, you can even just buy some 10 mil plastic and tuck it in behind this and take it all the way mm -hmm. up to the, to the rim joist and tack it in. And if you want to know what a rim joist is, you've got to go back to last week's show and listen there. Because right. <laughs> we're not going to start that again. So there you go. So that, yeah. this, is a, this is a less expensive way to handle it, but um, you know, it, it'll take care of it. it and it'll, right. it'll, it'll get that water out and, and keep you a little bit drier. Right. So the thing is, if you have a new house or a house being built, then you really want to go, you know, just to recap, damp proofing yep. is just that. It's damp proofing. It's not going to waterproof your house at all. It's good for 10 to 15 years. And right after you finish your basement, you'll have active leaks. You can stop that by using. Hold on. The, wait. Pop up the uh, basic. I'm just, I, I'm on the fly here getting fuzzy. to There. That's fine. There. That's just sprayed that, that's on. That's your basic damp proofing. So that's your basic, that's your standard grade that'll be included in your base contract with your new house. But now for your basement, you want to make sure it's going to stay dry for maybe 30 or 40 years. Then you go to the dimpled membranes like Kinsella Dorkin, which I've used that number of times that there with the termination bar, run that down to your drain tile. Termination bar that goes right there. That is truly the most effective way to waterproof your house because even if water gets past that it cannot build hydraulic pressure and push through the damp proofing just runs right down to the footing to your drain tile right so and and now, this if you can't dig up your house because like that house is already sided so that tells me this is a retro right and you can see that's all block foundation there um yep. and it, it doesn't matter this is the ideal way to handle it if you want to dig yep. up the exterior of your house this is a lot more expensive yeah but it's the way to go. Yeah, the fabric, the material itself is not. Now, this one I'm not familiar with. I can't read the brand on it. That looks like a, probably a waterproof membrane. Yep. Blue side. Which might, in some respects, seem like a great idea. But again, once you have groundwater increase under, let's say you have two weeks of rain, you're going to build up so much groundwater and hydraulic pressure that it can still push through that. Yeah, they're calling yeah. it. That, so, so, I don't know, but it was a different... It was a different type of system. I wanted to show this one also, not just, sure. just, just the dimpled one we've got here. Right. Yes, well, Robin. Again, it, every application is different. If you live in a place that's elevated, if I was in Colorado and I'm 18,000 feet, I'm pretty sure I'm never going to have hydrostatic pressure that I need to worry about it. <laughs> right. So then using the blue membrane, the blue skirt would be adequate. Right. What we're talking about is any place that has groundwater that builds up and builds up pressure that you should use the dimpled membrane. Right. You, you had a question there, Robbie? Well, um, people might not realize that we do have a studio audience. And instead of asking a question, the studio audience is sending me questions. Okay, so, so I ask, think that the studio audience. Ask the question. Ask the question. Ask studio audience. Step in frame. The cold base in my kitchen so I can just hose down the floor. <laughs> can you repeat the question? <laughs> he wants to know if he can use the cove base 
in his kitchen so he can just hose down the floor. Um, well, you could, you could if you put a floor sink in the kitchen, yeah. underneath the kitchen table, so that you could just hose it all down, it would go down the floor sink. Right, there just you go. like any commercial kitchen. Right. Make sure you put a garbage disposal, too. There you go. Just in case. Yeah. So you, so you have you, to have you, a grease trap at the end of it. Right. And that's, that's where we'll, we would have to get into um, the Schluter system and tiling underneath it, and then you could just hose and squeegee your kitchen floor off. You're done. Just, just hose it down. would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, it would be. So, you know, just make your whole kitchen a shower base. Boom, done. So Take if care. you would like to be a part of our studio audience, all you have to do is send an email to ron at mightyhouse.net, and we will pick certain people to be in our studio audience oh, yeah, every great. week. <laughs> Won't that be fun? Can we hear it from the studio audience? Yay! Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Okay, we're back, and uh, you can always watch us live on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Time, and uh, we'll be watching live, and if, you, if you're not doing that, you can always uh, visit any of our podcast locations like um, iTunes, YouTube, uh, or not, yeah, you can watch it on YouTube too, but iTunes and TuneIn, we've got uh, the podcast posted up there at MightyHouse.net, it's posted there. Just hit the on-demand page. And if somebody wanted to send us a, uh, get a hold of the newsletter, Rich, how could they do that? Uh, you want to get subscribed to the newsletter, go to MightyHouse.net, click on the Contact Us page, and all you're going to need to do is put in your first, last name, your email address, scroll on down, and pick on Boom Done. Just like that. Boom, boom shakalaka. Done. Taken care boom, of. Shakalaka, yeah. laka, boom, there. Shakalaka, laka, boom. So, okay. Although we're going to start writing it again. Yes, we do. I was going to sit, but here's what we're going to do with the newsletter. A little inside baseball here, but we'll do the show, and then we'll write the newsletter about the show that was just done, so that drives people to go listen to the podcast then. I like that. Well, that would be the intent. So, that's, that's the concept. Okay, Robbie, we're, we're running out of time, and you want you had some no, comments sorry, about Mr. the comments. No, I'm sorry, Mr. Floor commented. Oh yeah. Um, because we have the studio audience, and, and he wanted to know why he wasn't allowed to come here. He can come anytime. Okay. Um, no, he's in next week. About putting that yeah. stuff down, he said Mr. Floor can come in and put down a direct directive, de decorative polymer. Oh yeah, the epoxies and stuff like that. Yeah, so, sure. There you go. And then you can. And really you need the number for. Yeah. Mr. Floor, it's right there. Too much information. <laughs> yeah, Studio T audience just TMI, said, there you go. Studio audience just said he and Mr. Floor had a meeting in his bathroom. That's not good. Yeah. Email. email. Thanks, Fuzzy. We get email. We get your email every day. Your mail today. Okay. Right there's the email, Robbie, since you got your glasses on already. I have to take them off to read. Oh, you have to, and I have to put mine on to read. See? What is rock wool insulation? That was, that was one of the questions. They wanted to know what it was. Mm -hmm. So I actually still have some here because I didn't clean up from last week. So you can see it looks like it's regular fiberglass insulation, but it's not. See, that doesn't itch. Is it wool? It or is from? it rocks? It's rocks. It's wool made from rocks. Hit, read the... What kind of you, rocks? Mineral wool. Wool. Rock wool. No, that's made now from Now wool doesn't even sound right anymore. Yeah. Wool, 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 wool. 
is any fibrous material formed by spinning or drawing molten mineral or rock materials such as slag and ceramics. Mm -hmm. Applications of mineral wool include thermal insulation, filtration, soundproofing, and hydroponic growth medium. Doesn't sound right. Right. That is this right here. Sounds fairly accurate to me. That, that is exactly what it is. So, uh, and you can get this at any of the big box stores. It's sitting right next to the fiberglass. But this doesn't... So basically, it's made the same way you make cotton candy. It just doesn't dissolve when it gets wet. Right. Right. And if it's I... Spun. And if I picked up the fiberglass here and we dunked it in water, it would just all clump together. It wouldn't... It, and, and it would be... It would stay that way. And then next week when we came back and it was still sitting here, it would just be all flat. No insulation value to it. The rock wool, it can get wet and then the moisture just drains out of it, but it stays puffy like that and it does not lose any of its R value. Can you show us the uh, cup of insulation from... Oh yeah, we can do that too. Last week. Yeah, because um, we've got this that Is we started. Is it warmer in the shop this week because it wasn't expanding too well last week? No. It... Oh wow. So this is the spray foam that we did last week, and now it's, it's dried and it's hard. The problem was it wasn't expanding very well because this great stuff, it expands with uh, humidity. So the more humid it is, the better it works. And it's, right. it was only 22% humidity here. <laughs> so it wasn't working very well. I watched this whole thing on how they make food look really good in commercials. <laughs> And does this not look like a milkshake or a root beer float? Uh, yeah. A root beer float, yeah. But it, it's but not. Now you can turn it upside down and it won't leak out. Yeah, see, look at that. Like what that. is the store but that you go see to? how strong that foam is that it actually pushed the bottom oh, of the yeah. cup out. Wow. So, so it could have exploded. Right. Hmm. Uh-oh, now she's What's so funny? spray foam in a pile. Studio it's audience. Spontaneous yeah. combust. Can you share with everybody else what's so important that you have to talk during the show? Um, so, and go back to this. So now that we have the rock wool insulation. You can pick it up all the big box stores. It's a great option. It does not come, uh, at least I haven't seen it in the stores, with the vapor barrier attached like it is for fiberglass. Uh, the fiberglass actually has a vapor barrier on it. Let's see if I've got that. Yep, see? On this fiberglass, a lot of times you, it'll have this paper on there. And in this case, the rock wool doesn't come with that. But, Rich, you want to explain why we don't actually want that vapor barrier there anyway? No? No. <laughs> I wish you want a vapor barrier on there. On your, on, your, on your insulation? Because it's great. That way it stops that moisture from getting through the wall. Well, you want your house to, you need the walls to dry out, and you usually have them dry out in both directions. Right. So if you have this so piece again, of paper it's moisture there, management. So if you have this piece of paper there on your insulation, the moisture that gets into the insulation, it has nowhere to dry but to the outside, to through your siding and through all the lumber that's in your house. Or if there moisture's on this side, it holds it up, up against the drywall and it has nowhere to go but in. If this paper's gone like that, it can go either direction as that moisture can help dry out. So and that's why rock will generally does not come, at least I haven't seen it, with a vapor barrier attached. But, and rock wool and mineral wool insulations both fit by friction. In other words, they're cut a little bigger than your stud space. But because of that, they tend to have air le less air leakage as well. Correct. So 
to okay, answer. So how do we go from waterproofing back into insulation? So let's talk. <laughs> because of our because of our email question and all the comments okay. here. So quickly to answer somebody's question, I think you just did. This will not mold. Correct, or will do. The other stuff. No, it will not. It's non-organic. Right. But the, the other stuff won't will. mold either. The paper will. Correct. And the fiberglass, once it gets wet, is pretty useless. It loses its R value. Fuzzy, it's I did my best. I'm sorry. So, there you go. Yes. Good? Can you play the thing that says, <laughs> I'm a moron? Because Fuzzy oh. Robbie just had to crawl underneath and... We're not ordinary people. We're morons. And with that, too, the other question that was on there, uh, what about the cost difference? And the rock wool runs about twice as much. Bas basically, depends on the R value you're selecting, but... You can expect to pay twice as much for the rock wool than uh, fiberglass. So, there you go. So let's. Uh, we got about two minutes left. We want to wrap up the whole four show. Times more for spray foam. Yeah, we're we're done. I'm sorry. What was that, Rich? And four times more for spray foam. Yes, exactly. So a minute fifty-two left. Wow. So uh, yeah. you want to wrap up our um, our waterproofing segment there? So if Rich? you have any questions about waterproofing your foundation then you want to go out and send out email to Ron at Mighty House. No, no, no. Rich, Rich, at Rich, Rich at Mighty House. At Mighty House. Oh, yeah, but Rich is busy the next week or so. we in Vegas for the Builder Show next week, so <laughs> yeah. I won't be checking your email. Yeah, that's okay. But just, you can send it to Rich. It's fine. I don't, I don't mind. I'll let you just need to right. check your floor joists for leakage. Right. Uh, if, if your floor joists are leaking, you, you, you you've got some too problems. Much moisture. you got some serious problems. Yes. So if your foundation's leaking like this, that's okay. That's what we've been talking about. We just told you how to fix it. So rewind back to the beginning and watch it over again if you missed any of it. So that's right. That's how it works. Piece of cake. That's right. So next week, uh, Robbie's. Are you you're gonna you're gonna be out of town, right? So Rich is gonna be out of town. I'm stuck I'm here. I'm gonna be out of town. I'm gonna be at the uh, builder show. So you're gonna bring in uh, the Mr. Floor guys. Yep. So we're going to give them a run through and uh, and show them the new studio, show them around our great shop here. You know this, all this uh -huh. shop that we got. There's behind a lot us of here. action going on. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening back uh -huh. there. A lot of machines. <laughs> a lot of dust. No, no, no. That's what all these tubes are for. See that this tube right Those here. Those are lights. That tube right there. Oh. That that's that's the dust collection mm. process. Why are you pointing to me, man? I don't want it to be over. <laughs> that's it. I don't want it to be. But that's all it is. See. That's what this is. So you get to do Robbie's World next. Yeah. Oh, I have some great ideas. Uh -oh. One has to do with taking the, f the flavoring and color out of your Mountain Dew. Oh. It's going to be great. This See you next week. Mighty House. <laughs> Mighty House will return.